Music and fun. Miskin Radio. So this is a show where we bring you guests from comedy, acting and music with live performances. And all the new music I have for you tonight in the next hour is from your local area. So my first guest tonight is comedian Dr. Mark Silcox. Welcome, Mark. Hello. And our band is session a Solar 90s. Uh, they're from Margate and they are James, Joshua, Josh, two Joshes, Jake and Callum. And uh, we've got two of them here tonight, uh, Jake Boyd and Callum Bottle. Welcome. Evening, nice to be here. Uh, as for you, get in touch with us on Twitter using the hashtag #thekpsessions and see what we're up to as well throughout the show on Instagram and Snapchat. We've got our two producers Ben and Ewan tonight taking loads of photos and little videos, so do check us out on Instagram and Snapchat. Um, we're going to come to the comedian Dr. Mark Silcox first. Um, your comedy is very unique. It's kind of like an anti-comedy, isn't it? Yeah, I wasn't actually start as an anti-comedian. I was a, a typical comedian. I saw a documentary on Channel 4 that uh, you don't have to be born funny. You can do a course in the university to become funny. So I did a course from City Lit. Mm-hmm. And then I started comedy. Then I took three years off to go to Germany to work. Came back. I started again in 2013. Then I was in the final of BBC New Comedy Award. And, uh, yeah, I developed my own style. Mm. Um, and one thing you're known for is uh, making tea for your audience and a boiled egg. I was in your audience at Edinburgh Festival Fringe last year, 2016. And, uh, yeah, you made me a boiled egg. It was a lovely boiled yeah, egg. Yes, a boiled what, egg. Is what's the, the story behind that? Uh, when I was growing up, I used to come from a school and then on the side of the street, there are lots of street sellers. They sell boiled egg mm-hmm. and uh, that's where the children in india get the majority of protein and it's a very good source of protein you can't buy them here you only get uh, boiled egg in the cafe which could be like month old or something so that's why i thought i will introduce uh, boiled egg in my show to give you the taste for my audience and you, and you did it in a kettle as well, didn't you? That's right, yeah, yeah. I boiled them in the kettle in front of them. Um, now, we thought it would make you feel at home, so we actually have a kettle uh, yeah. and some mugs. Um, mugs. So you're going you're gonna to make uh, a cup of tea for us, yeah, if, if you're cool with that. Tea, yeah. So uh, we've got... Uh, Jake, Jake's <laughs> going to have a cup of tea, I'm going to have a tea. Um, as uh, Mark does that, we're going to read some comedy reviews of your show, because as I say, it's a bit of an anti-comedy <laughs> sort of what you do. So we're going to uh, read some reviews. I'm going to read the first one. And Mark, uh, tell us what like what you think of this. So this is a review uh, of the show I Can Cure, and it's by The List in Edinburgh. So <laughs> Silcox is not a gifted performer. He talks in a jumbled <laughs> monotone, much of which is incomprehensible, and is painfully uncharismatic. It's most likely that Silcox is deliberately sabotaging his own set, but whether or not his act is an affection matters little. There's absolutely nothing funny about it. It's brutal. Yeah, it sounds brutal, but he came to my very first show... And the comedian get really annoyed because they work all year around and all the reviewer are on top of them and they worried about reviewer. So I thought I won't, I won't make any <coughs> effort to make my show funny and mm. see how it goes. And uh, he just caught me on my very first day. And uh, that's how he gave me review. So it's credit to him actually. He spotted my uh, shortcomings in my show. And according to him, in 16 years, he has seen 500 shows, yeah. and mine show is the worst one. <laughs> so, so I actually no made some impact there. 
And then it goes on to say, halfway through the show, Silcox decides to play some music while he boils chickpeas in a kettle. Right, he spends about three minutes trying to get the music to play, during which time he's completely silent. <laughs> Rounding things off with a failed science experiment, a hydrogen-filled balloon that plummets to the ground when it's supposed to rise, serves as an apt metaphor for the whole endeavour before his phone rings while he's still performing. After a few performances, his balloon started to rise, so... If there are some other other viewer who been in my show, can they please uh, uh, confirm that balloon war was rising after few performances? <laughs> and then it says, as a lecture, it's nonsensical, infuriating, and pointless. As a comedy show, it's even worse. <laughs> I I can't see the point why it was infuriating because I'm not a threatening type of comedian. Mm. I was offering everyone a cup of tea. <laughs> I was also telling them how to cure their cough. I gave them a test of fresh ginger, so I don't know what was infuriating about it. Okay, it might not be the comedy show, but yeah. uh, anyone can see it was an anti-comedian show. After the show, lots of uh, professional comedians, they came to see my show, so it was a kind of uh, uh, sellout type show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, everybody enjoyed it, and we all had a good time. <laughs> um, Jake, can you read uh, the, the next uh, review? This is from Chortle from 2016. Now, Chortle is kind of like the main comedy website. It's kind of like the governing body of comedy if there was one. Go ahead, Jake. Right, um, anti-comedian Mark Silcox performed one of my least favourite shows of last year's Fringe. His willfully unfunny talk on um, electrochemiluminescence. <laughs> electro electro Electrochemiluminescence. <laughs> I've just butchered that. Um, and tediously deadpan poetry readings driving me to frustration. I compared it to Andy Kaufman's infamous stunt of reading the entire Great Gatsby to his unsuspected and increasingly irritated audience. A great anecdote, but a Here terrible you look, gig. Ben, your cup in the flobri. Oh, thank you very much. Your flobri cup. I've got a, a I've got a special tea. So I've got a, a ginger tea because I've got a, a, a dodgy throat, dodgy cough. Mm -hmm. uh, so thank you for that, Mark. Um, <laughs> so this is yeah. Uh, it compared you to just basically <laughs> essentially reading the whole of Great Gatsby. That's that's essentially what it suggested it was. Your show. <laughs> it's a classic. What is electrochemiluminescence electro uh, detection system I developed for electrophoresis? Right. <laughs> oh, when you put it like that, it's obvious. Yeah, it's obvious. In capillary electrophoresis <laughs> technique, we have developed this new sensor, yeah. and which does not need any connections to the chip. So it was kind of a wireless connection. Mm. And yeah, it worked very well. And the paper we published, it was appeared on the front page of... Uh, a top journal in the field, analytical chemistry. And you took that in into a comedy show. You took that yeah, into a yeah, comedy yeah, show. Yeah, why not? Banging tea, by the way. Yeah, is, is it good? Decent, is it good? Decent. Um, right, so. Tea, ben. So, so get in touch with us uh, tonight Hope if you want to get in about. touch um, using the hashtag the KP sessions. We're also on Instagram and Snapchat. Uh, we've got more ridiculous reviews about Dr. Mark Silcott's comedy shows uh, to read. And of course, we've got Solar 90s live session here on Miskin Radio. That's Black Gabanza with their song Charlie. Uh, so this is the Kieran Paul Sessions here on Miskin Radio. We've got Solar 90s in session with us. We've got comedian Dr. Mark Silcox. Mark very kindly has made us lovely cups of tea, as he does always for his live Edinburgh shows. I like uh, your cup. It was a flowery cup. It was a flowery cup, <laughs> and it's ginger tea because I've got a bit of a delicate throat tonight. Um, so, yes, I'm probably the most delicate person in the room. Uh, you can probably tell that by looking at me anyway. Um Solar 90s, Jake and, and Callum are from the band uh, in session for us tonight. Uh, how's the tea for you? Is it good tea, Jake? Are you enjoying it's, it? Uh, it's definitely up there, I'd say, like yeah. 8 out of 10, I'd say. I yeah. don't know. I'm, <laughs> it's my biggest failing as a British man. You don't drink, drink tea. tea. It's absolutely no. fine. 
it's absolutely we're a team in here and we, it's absolutely fun we're doing it for you you enjoyed though you enjoyed the making of the team I've enjoyed watching so he's definitely making. he's got a technique <laughs> so now um, so the band's decided in the 90s three of you were in a previous band called the Pantomime Villains yeah and then you formed the side of the 90s that, that correct yeah yeah sort of um came from well we had about sort of two years after that didn't we like yeah, um, we had a brief hiatus i I, I did like a solo it. thing you know um yeah, but as, it, you do. as you do yeah. josh went to rehab and, uh, <laughs> we came back. is it confusing with the josh and a joshua uh, uh, well actually we've got a system we've got <laughs> it's yeah. quite effective um because the other josh is on the drums we call him dj drummer josh mm-hmm. so we don't really that's, that's we he's never referred to as josh really you sort um, of forget Someone to say, like, oh, he's the same name. Yeah. Oh, is it? So when I was introducing it, all the band earlier, I'm like, oh, we got yeah. that guy. Yeah, Josh, yeah, so we're trying to get him to change yeah. it by deed poll, but really? not at the moment. He hasn't, you know. Deep Josh. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's uh, let's have your first live song. Right, uh, yeah, this one's uh, Life in Pretend. I've got a feeling that it's all in your hands That desire for the fear to attend But I don't know why You're talking to people you don't like Publicly parading to folks at home That you are immature In judges reap what you sow And you know It's amazing, it's amazing, yeah you're just so content to live and pretend When you don't know what you're really missing I've got a feeling that it's more than a phase This enigmatic person you want to play But I don't know why You're talking to people you don't like Publicly parading to folks at home That you are in and you just reap what you sow And you know It's amazing, it's amazing, yeah How you're just so content to live and pretend When you don't know what you're really missing, go It's amazing, it's amazing, yeah how you're just so content to live and pretend When you don't know what you're really missing, girl That is Life in Pretend Brilliant. from Brilliant Solar 90s. Did you enjoy that, Dr. Mark Silcox? Yeah, very much so. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Very One. excellent voice. Oh, I appreciate that. It, you know. He was a bit loud. <laughs> in your ear, yeah. Um, okay. It's tea, I'd say. You know. Yeah, good tea, good tea. Good lubrication of the old vocal cords. <laughs> this is Four Marks, and you're listening to the Kieran Paul Sessions on Miskin Radio. Now it's time for our second live song from our band Solar 90s. We've got Jake and Callum from the band in with us. You can watch this live on, on Facebook as well. If you go onto the Miskin Radio Facebook page, <laughs> that's M-I-S-K-I-N, and it's live for you to watch as well. So I'll let you chaps introduce your song. Right, yeah, uh, this one is our single, it's If Looks Could Kill, it's on iTunes, yeah, go get it. 
from the unknown The torturous fort Won't linger a fort And hiding today Bottling it up Won't make it feel Any less real I know it feels so It feels so bold Don't think that it's the last time But all things told If legs keep care They'd be in trouble with you But as the rumors loom You shouldn't go and assume That the words they spell Actually factual Candid talk Seems most unnatural For their type Among some other gripes too Heard you say there's forces at play Said you won't get caught Totally distraught And I didn't today Bottling it up Won't make you feel Any less real I know it feels so It feels so bold Don't think that it's the last time But all things told If legs keep care They'd be in trouble with you But as the rumors loom You shouldn't go and assume That the words they spell Actually factual Candid talk Seems most unnatural For their type Among some other gripes too As soon as the storm clouds Gather above You say you've had enough But you should know There's a meaning To the thing you call love If you don't feel the same No, I won't care Just tell me how you're feeling Oh And know that I've missed you If Lex could kill, they'd be in trouble with you. But as the rumors loom, you shouldn't go and assume that the words they spell are actually factual. Candid talk seems most unnatural for their type, among some other gripes too. That the words they spill actually factual Candid talk seems so unnatural For their type among some other gripes too If looks could kill uh, from Solar 90s, uh, five-piece band uh, from Margate, Jake and Callum uh, here with us, um, as of course as well as our comedian Dr. Mark Silcox. Kind of like there's a kooks sound to that. The kooks? Is yeah, that something you've been told like before? Um, no, actually. Um, I'm yeah, never correct on those, by the way, so just <laughs> totally ignore it. Yeah, um, yeah I've got nothing yeah, wrong with the kooks, you know. Comparison. Yeah. Oh, good punning. <laughs> Good, good punning. Uh, right now, uh, so we're going to come to back to Mark, uh, Doctor Mark Silcox, comedian. Um, we've spoken, we've spoken about how you appear to kind of 
not know what you're doing on stage. It's very anti-comedy, uh, but it's, it is all deliberate. Like You're the man constantly in control, aren't you? I really don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> just like us, then. I just want to have my summer holiday in Edinburgh. So I can do a you're show. the only man who wants to have a summer holiday in Scotland. <laughs> in real life, nobody listened to me, so I thought I will just do my one-hour show. People will come, I will have a cup of tea with them and just to share my knowledge mm. <laughs> yeah because so you're a scientist as well aren't you like so am, you're yes, an incredibly yes, intelligent yeah. man like people listen when you speak people listen <laughs> not um, in the classroom no no <laughs> yeah well, yeah because you so you also teach as well i'm a science teacher mm. but uh, i don't do uh, regular teaching i just do cover work mm-hmm. So when I go to the classroom, nobody actually listened to me because <laughs> nobody want to learn from supply teacher. <laughs> how how similar is, is the teaching to the comedy? Because like if you're, my if you're a supply teacher, you've got to turn up and grab the room just like you do in the comedy club. That's right. My comedy just like my teaching. But anti-teaching. Only difference is, only difference is my audience actually listen to me. But my student, they don't Do listen to Do you make tea for your students as well? No. It's a health no, and safety hazard. <laughs> Goodness me. Goodness. I, have made, I have made tea for the small class. Yeah. Yeah. When we were doing science experiment, so I was testing <sighs> their uh, re- uh, reflex action right. before tea and after tea. <laughs> so we have uh, drank tea in the classroom as well. But they love you in the staff room, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, must, they must get you in. And they'll be like, this guy's going to make the tea. How do you make the tea in the staff room? There's no, no class. No, no. Just tea. <laughs> yeah. Just tea. <laughs> yeah, they're just pretending. They never let him out. <laughs> yeah, you've actually never taught a class of them, right? They just get you there for the tea. I mean, because you're obviously, you don't, really, like, you don't really tell jokes on there. Like, sorry, on, on the shows, um, in the stand-up. Couldn't that lead to people, like, gone there for jokes? Do you get people, like, walking out sort of a bit confused or does that happen? Not really, because they all enjoy sitting there and uh, they can see that the tea is on the menu <laughs> and they have uh, a custard cream biscuit, boiled egg. So <laughs> <laughs> and, and you said, like, you're not a threatening type, are you? You know, you're quite warm. You're kind yeah, of like, they're not going to think, oh, God, this, you know, this guy. I don't mind if they walk around in my show. I don't tell them not to, you know. They, if so they people will get up, up and wander around? Yeah, they can. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Just like the classroom, I suppose. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, right, let's do the review. Let's continue with the reviews. So, um, Callum of of Side of Nineties, can you read uh, the one from Chortle for your show this year? The show you did was called I Can Cure at Edinburgh this year. Um, and yeah, fire away, Callum. Yeah. Uh, there are far worse ways to spend an hour than being educated and made tea, but that is also what grandparents are for. <laughs> the first half was more like a GP appointment, I suppose you are a doctor, I guess, than a uh, comedy performance. He explained to us what a cough is and why we shouldn't waste money on cough medicines. To illustrate his point, he hands out little pieces of stem ginger, which is just as effective at masking the symptoms. How did you not say that earlier when you I was being made of ginger tea? I've got ginger tea here and I've got a well, cough. So first of all, is that like... I don't have ginger with me, so... Oh. <laughs> Um, right, so this came from Chortle again, like this like thing. the the big juggernaut of reviews, mm-hmm. and it's saying it, you're like you're like hanging with your grandparents, and the first half feels more like a GP appointment. <laughs> what were you doing? Because <laughs> I was just telling them not to waste money on cough medicine, just to eat piece of ginger, and that will give you more resistance to cough. Really. And like, I like I I bought the ginger tea bag especially tonight without prior knowledge of like that. 
mm-hmm. you knew that as well. I just knew that someone had once told me that ginger is good for that sort of thing. I mean, how does it feel like when, when do you genuinely just take like, because most comedians, they say they don't look at reviews, they do, and it hurts when there's a bad review. How do you like feel like, do you because kind of, do you think it's funny? Do you laugh it off? What do you kind of feel? Yeah, I laugh it up, but I also see how stressful this job comedy is because people spend a lot of money to go there, mm. then they have to earn their living, so they are all worried about, uh, you know, promoter, what they will think about review. And I don't have to, luckily, I don't have to earn my living from comedy. So I just uh, have fun and that gives me a lot of freedom to do whatever yeah. I want. Yeah. yeah. So it's good fun. Do you, do Everyone f- should do the comedy. So in like the green room uh, before uh, for a mm-hmm. comedy show, because well, I've been in many as a comic mm-hmm. myself and people are, are anxious. They're walking around, they're writing their words on their mm-hmm. hands. And you just sat there just drinking a cup of tea really calm, <laughs> knowing that this is just, you know, you're seeing it as fun, which is wonderful. Oh, thank you. This is this is what it is, you know. Just uh, even in the classroom, when I when I read the list of the registers uh, from name of the my student on the register, yeah, they all laugh. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> I know they're laughing at my accent, yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah. anything any laughter is good. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yep. Okay, we we'll go with that. Um, right, we're going to do um, now. My favourite one of all the reviews. It's quite a bit longer, but bear with me. Uh, so it's from a chap called Dan Hall. Now he's Dan Hall, a reviewer. Yes, yes. Right, so he's a reviewer. And this is from yes. January the 19th, 2015. It's in Birmingham. So it was Edinburgh, so it was in Birmingham. Was it one of the Glee clubs, was Glee it? Glee club, Right, yeah. so Glee club is one of the, like, the biggest clubs in the country. So this is from Dan Hall. When Mark Silcox took to the stage, I didn't believe that the person in front of me realised what he was about to do. In the spotlight stood a bespectacled middle-aged Indian man who had both the appearance and delivery of a jaded academic of analytical chemistry, because as he went on to explain, that's actually what he is. His voice sounds like an early attempt at text-to-speech software (laughs) (laughs) that's bored of its own existence. (laughs) Thus the energy and pace of his set which examined banali- banalities such as having precociously mastered pre- <laughs> <laughs> precociously mastered print preview on Microsoft Word <laughs> in 95, progress to that of a glacier, unsurprisingly being met with baffled silence by the vast majority of the audience. But I couldn't stop laughing. It was so ridiculous and so different from anything I've ever seen before that I definitely consider him the most interesting act of the evening. His biggest laugh came with dispatching a heckler simply by raising his hand <laughs> and professionally require that nobody, <laughs> nobody interrupt his lesson. <laughs> Genius, it's called. It must be said that his comedy is decidedly niche, exemplified by the fact that at one point during his act, a perplexed woman sat in front of me turned ra- and turned round to see what I was laughing at. <laughs> and that was a good gig. That's right, yeah. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about the print preview. Print preview is the in in 1995. Mm. Everybody used to use WordPerfect 5.1. Okay. And printer because they used to type, then they used to send to the printer because there was no print preview function. Mm. And it was available, but people didn't know because there was no icon or anything. <laughs> So whatever you type, it used to appear as a text, and then right. you have to press Shift F7 to see how it will look on the paper. And people didn't know that. And that when you when you're going through that in this <laughs> Glee comedy club, like what's the reaction of people? Look, you're looking back at looking at this mass face of of audience. What are they doing? Are they laughing? Are they looking? Are they are they learning? Some of them were laughing at my accent. Some <laughs> <of> them <laughs> 
some of them were wondering what I'm doing, and yeah, it's good fun for me to actually see their faces. Mm. But I mean, it's it's not really much of a character comedian because you are literally playing yourself because you're playing an academic who's Indian, mm. who's sort of middle-aged, so it's, like, it's not an absolute character. You are actually totally yourself, aren't you, on stage? I am myself, but I just push a little bit. A little bit of an exaggerated yeah, version, yeah, yeah. Now, a little bit different uh, this week. So this weekend, uh, me and producer Ben went to Bristol. Why did we do that, you say? It wasn't on a night out. Um, it was for the Community Radio Awards. Uh, we were nominated for Entertainment Show of the Year, and we actually won, which is tremendously uh, a proud moment for us. Here is that moment. The Bronze Award was uh, Drive Time with Ryan and Beth. <laughs> silver went to me. In the Geek, Spark FM. Bronze and Silver again for Spark FM. Can I hear that drum roll? <laughs> And this year's Entertainment Show of the Year, the Gold Award, the Kieran Paul Sessions Miskin Radio. So that was uh, an extremely proud moment uh, for the show for, for me, uh, for producer Ben and producer Ewan, who wasn't at the, uh, at the show, but is, is, is a massive part of the team. Uh, so just a very, a very sort of quick thank you to everyone that's uh, ever been involved in the show, anyone that listens, all the guests that are constantly coming on the show. It was a very proud moment. Um, and yes, thank you for, for that. The gateway to your community. Miskin Radio. Hello, Kieran here. Thank you for downloading. Wherever you get your podcast, don't forget to click the subscribe button so you get a free podcast delivered to you every Thursday of our best bits from that week's show. Also, do leave a review as well. We kind of like those for some reason, even if they're bad. Maybe not, actually. If they're good, we kind of like them. If they're bad, hmm, I don't know. And as well, on Facebook, Instagram and Snapchat, there's loads of video content you can enjoy as well. Just search the Kieran Paul Sessions. Bye bye.